They're about to move in. They roll silent. And they're off. As they move to the top of the stretch, it's a hit-bombing finish! It's time to take stock of this racing year, and a memorable one it was. For just the 13th time, we saw a triple crown. But Justify was not the only imprint in our minds, with several more spine-tingling showdowns. Our countdown of 2018's Top 10 Races is based on the closest finishes or biggest tours of force. Now, a real close finish in a minor race won't factor in our list. The race must be a major stakes, of course. At number 10, a race that produced two Kentucky Derby starters who battled it out in the bayou back in March. The Louisiana Derby, where for Noble Indy to win it, he'd have to repel a challenger full of starch. Noble Indy took the lead as Momello's dropped back, three furlongs to go. It's Noble Indy who leads by two and a half. Lone Sailor starts to gain. Here's Lone Sailor's bid. My Boy Jack is the wideout for Kent DeSormo. Into the stretch. My Boy Jack is coming with a long run. Lone Sailor looks to battle. My Boy Jack in the final furlong. Noble Indy toward the inside. Lone Sailor. Noble Indy. My Boy Jack toward the rail. Noble Indy and Lone Sailor. Noble Indy to win the Louisiana Derby from Lone Sailor in a photo finish. He lived up to his name in racking up against three-year-olds from March at Gulfstream to summer at the spa. Once the connections of promises fulfilled got over their derby fever, two Saratoga wins had them shouting hurrah. But in the Phoenix Stakes at Keeneland, number nine on our countdown list, older horses took on promises fulfilled. One of them, the defending champion Whitmore, brought the fight, and the stretch run was even tighter than it was billed. Here comes Whitmore on the far outside after promises fulfilled. Limousine Liberal is in tight and is needing room in the final furlong. Whitmore, promises fulfilled. Limousine Liberal still hunting for racing room. Past the 16th pole, promises fulfilled with Whitmore. Promises fulfilled. The three-year-old wins the stall. Keenan Ogden, Phoenix, that same dirt stretch at Keeneland back in the spring had seen a doozy, another sprint that became a four-horse cavalry charge. It's race seven in our countdown, the Madison, with a blanket finish you need not just to see the photo, but see it large. Finley's Lucky Charm has the lead. Miss Sunset comes after her. American Gal tries to fight back. Miss Locust Point in fourth. Lewis Bay swings to the outside with Amiz Mesa. Fifth and sixth on the far outside into the final furlong of the Madison. Finley's Lucky Charm, the leader. American Gal fighting on second to the inside. Miss Sunset, Lewis Bay still trying. Here's American Gal to the inside. Finley's Lucky Charm there. Miss Sunset, Lewis Bay far outside. What a finish in the Madison at the line. It looked to be Finley's Lucky Charm getting her nose down on the wire. It will be a photo for the win. One minute, 22 and four fifth seconds. At the time, it shaped up as a test of the major three-year-old powers in the San Felipe Stakes at the Great Race Place. Bolt Dioro, a finalist for the two-year-old championship, and McKinsey, who Bob Baffert fancied his ace. They met in a knockdown dragout affair that included a DQ. But don't let the stewards cheapen the race's glow. The San Felipe is number seven. Had McKinsey not gotten hurt, would he have rivaled Justify? We'll never know. 
McKinsey is the new leader. Castellano hooks Baltoro into the clear and he's ranging forward with great purpose at the top of the stretch. And Baltoro moves up alongside of McKinsey and they're racing tightly. They were brushing in up a stretch. McKinsey fights back underneath Baltoro. The San Felipe living up to its billing. A 16th left to go. McKinsey on the inside and Baltoro in a spine tingling spectacle at the great race place. Baltoro, McKinsey, they hit the line. McKinsey beats Baltoro in a photo. The stewards have disqualified McKinsey. The top two placings are reversed and number one, Baltoro, earns the San Felipe Stakes victory via DQ. We've all just lived in Chad Brown's world. His blinding success this year included 12 grade ones with most big scores on the grass. But just as he won the Preakness last year, he's finding success on dirt, as he did at the Spa in a race that reeked of class. Separation of powers hadn't won in nearly a year, but when she had a chance at the head of the lane, in the test stakes, number six on our list of races of the year, the three-year-old filly dug in to make it rain. Sister Charlie swings up on the far outside, and they're into the stretch, and it is Ultra Pratt in front. Sister Charlie on the outside, Hawksmoor has given way, trying to get re-involved as a raving beauty, and then comes New Money Honey, but it's Ultra Pratt in front, close to home from Sister Charlie, they're coming down to the line, oh, Sister Charlie may have nailed Ultra Pratt the last stride of the Diana! A raving beauty was third in 146.26. We're going to take a break here on our Races of the Year countdown, but don't go anywhere. The best is yet to come. A rivalry's renewed and once again gets physical. And what a certain unraced two-year-old would soon become. Welcome back to our In the Gate Races of the Year countdown. Before we get to our top five, an honorable mention to a race on the Dubai World Cup undercard. The race was the Golden Shaheen, where Americans went 1-2-3, but predicting which American would win was hard. XY Jet came close in the race a couple of years ago, and Roy H. had won the Breeders' Cup Sprint last fall. But Mind Your Biscuits entered as the defending champ of the race and came flying out of nowhere to answer the call. Inside the final 250, XY Jet is the front runner. Roy H having his work uh, to try and get him down the outside. It's XY Jet in front. Coming at him is Roy H. Mind your biscuits begins to fly. XY Jet, Roy H. Mind your biscuits down the outside. XY Jet, mind your biscuits. Flo got him. Mind your biscuits from last takes out the golden Shaheen from XY Jet. In July of 2017 at Saratoga Racecourse, in the coaching club American Oaks, Mike Smith and Abel Tasman seemed to crowd out Jose Ortiz on board elate, but the stewards felt Mike's side of the story had pith. Fast forward to this August, where Abel Tasman once again hooked up with elate in the personal ensign. Just like last year's race, this one, which checks in fifth on our list, went to an inquiry before we knew who'd win. A 
Bolt Tasman is the leader as they come to the top of the stretch. And here comes Elite after her. And the two of them hook up again. And the personal ensign, Abel Tasman, put to a drive. Elite takes it to her. What a furlong to run. They are nose to nose. Strike for stride. Abel Tasman and Mike Smith, Elite and Jose Ortiz. Who's it going to be? Abel Tasman determined. Elite can't get by. Here's the wire. Oh, Abel Tasman did it. She won it by a neck over Elite. The stewards have ruled there will be no change to the order of finish. It was just that kind of year for Bob Baffert. He seemed to win every big dirt race, with Abel Tasman just a small example of that. And with multiple potent two-year-olds, the Baffert beat goes on. He's even made triple crown sweeps seem like old hat. But if you turn the TV off after Justify won the Derby, you missed one of the best races of the year. It took place not at Churchill Downs, but up north at Belmont Park, 20 minutes after Justify burst clear. The race was the Westchester Stakes, which featured Cloud Computing, the previous year's Preakness champion. The Westchester checks in at number four, and four is also the number of horses on the wire, which horse won. Tommy Macho has now taken the lead with Cloud Computing ranging up on the outside. Tale of Silence has now moved into third. Vulcan's Forge is still in with a chance as they move down for the eighth pole. It's Cloud Computing on the outside. Tommy Macho on the inside. Those two are right together. Now a 16th out. Tale of Silence down at the rail. And here's Vulcan's Forge on the outside. The four of them will come to the wire together. Too tight to call. What a finish in the Westchester. Was it Tale of Silence, Vulcan's Forge, Cloud Computing, or Tommy Macho? Number one, Tale of Silence was first. Bob Baffert won every big dirt race. Chad Brown's came mostly on turf, and his magical touch centered mainly on fillies and mares. His best was Sister Charlie, who would win at the Breeders' Cup among the four grade ones where she took home top hardware. But the toughest one of those came on the Saratoga Lawn in the Diana, which is our race number three. A 15-to-1 long shot led with 200 yards to go and tried so valiantly to repel Sister Charlie. Sister Charlie swings up on the far outside, and they're into the stretch, and it is ultra Brad in front. Sister Charlie on the outside, Hawksmore has given way, trying to get reinvolved as a raving beauty, and then comes New Money Honey, but it's ultra Brad in front, close to home from Sister Charlie. They're coming down to the line. Oh! Sister Charlie may have nailed ultra Brad the last stride of the Diana. A raving beauty was third in 146. 6.26. He grew up in the shadow of the twin spires of Churchill Downs. Brad Cox had spent many days there as a fan. His goal was to get back there as a trainer with a star. He found the filly and soon developed the plan. It came together brilliantly in the second race on our list, the Kentucky Oaks, the filly, Monomoy Girl but not before she bumped three times in the stretch with an onrushing rival named for a superhero of the comic world. Monomoy Girl turns for home in front. Wonder Godot to the attack on the outside. Midnight Bizu is flying down the center of the track. 
is now third with three lengths to make up and one for long to go. Wonder Godot on the outside. Monomoy Girl fights on toward the rail. In a real struggle past the 16th. Wonder Godot. Monomoy Girl. Monomoy Girl. Wonder Godot. Monomoy Girl digs down deep and she was dazzling in the oaks. Half length on the wire. We mentioned Bob Baffert making the Triple Crown seem easy. He now has two. This year it was justified. It had been 135 years since a Kentucky Derby winner went unraced at two, a stat this horse defied. His Derby and Belmont wins were never really in much doubt. The Preakness, though, contested in the fog, in our minds is the best race of the year. It tops our list. Would Justify keep it going in the bog? Justify, good magic. They match strides virtually from the start as they move to the top of the stretch. Ahead in head battle. Looks like a showdown in the fog. It is good magic on the inside. Justify on the outside. And now Justify and Mike Smith trying to grab the lead. Justify begins to pull away. Justify is in front. Justify and here's tenfold on the outside. Bravazo. Justify Bravazo tenfold. Justify. It wasn't a jog through the Baltimore fog, but he got it one. He's flawless. Justify ran just six times and none after the Belmont. Will that be enough to win him Horse of the Year? There's some doubt there, but none that his emerging from the fog is the race in 2018 we hold most dear. From all of us here at In the Gate, we wish you happy holidays and look forward to new heroes to anoint. More memories to share with you at this same time next year. More debating which great races make the point. You can get us on our YouTube channel by searching In The Gate Podcast. You can get us on SoundCloud as well. Get us at the iTunes Store or TuneIn.com. You can get us on that little pink podcatcher app on your phone you didn't even know you had. And now you can subscribe to In The Gate in the Listen tab of the ESPN app. For the full In The Gate experience, subscribe now in the Listen tab of the ESPN app. And you can follow me on Twitter at B. Abrams Voice or on Facebook at Barry Abrams Voice. That's In The Gate for this week. I'm Barry Abrams. Have a great holiday season.